Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. How are you? This episode is all about your relationship with the scale and that number on the scale. And if necessary, how to change your relationship with the scale from one of fear and frustration and discomfort to one of ease and neutrality. So the scale, of course, can be a tool we use in weight management, right? But I know for so many women, it's not just seen as a tool. The scale can feel like something that has control over them. The number on the scale can influence how they feel about themselves even, such as their feelings of self-worth, of happiness, of health, of confidence, and so on and so on. And I understand this. I was definitely someone who once gave a lot of importance to the number on the scale, and there was a time when I weighed myself almost daily and that number would dictate how I ate and how I exercised on any given day. And I would guesstimate that the majority of women, especially in our Western society, have a challenging relationship with the scale. And we can get very triggered by the number, right? We can make the number mean all sorts of things about ourselves. The number may either make or break your day depending on if it goes up or down. And we may live our lives according to the number and allow it to determine how we show up and what we do, such as what we may eat or may not eat or how we may dress or how we may exercise or not exercise. And often how we feel about ourselves and think about ourselves is determined by that number. And for some women, if the number goes up, they will beat themselves up and shame themselves and they may punish themselves by restricting food. And for other women, if the number goes up, they may give up up on themselves, like throw their hands up in the air in frustration and eat anything that they want, even though they know that the food that they're choosing is not working well for them. And then for some women, if the number goes down, they celebrate that by eating anything and everything. And then some women may celebrate the number going down by restricting food even more and dieting harder because they want to maintain that momentum sort of thing. So we can all feel very differently about the scale and behave differently according to the scale And how we feel and behave is always determined by what we are making the number mean. So our feelings and actions about our weight are determined by the thoughts or also called the perspective that we have about the number, aka the stories we make up in our mind about the number. 
This is what will determine how we feel about the number and then what we do and how we behave based on the number. So it is our thoughts that create our feelings and it is our feelings that influence how we act and behave, which means whatever feelings and behavior you may have around your weight, they are originating from how you're thinking about your weight. So from what you are making that number mean about you in some way. Therefore, to change how we feel about our weight and to change how we may or may not behave according to the scale, we must change how we think about the scale and the number that presents on any given day. So everything starts with our thoughts. And now, if you're someone who wants to stop forceful, restrictive dieting and wants to manage your weight naturally and what I call intuitively by being in connection and partnership with your body and eating what you love while honoring what your body needs. And with that then, also feeling much more ease and peace when it comes to weight management, then a big part of ending that dieting will be to take back your power from the scale and from whatever number that shows up on the scale. Meaning you can have a feeling of neutrality around the number and you don't obsess about it and don't allow it to make or break your day. Especially if the scale is something that affects your moods and behaviors, particularly those behaviors around your body and food, changing your relationship with the scale is essential. For some women, they choose to no longer weigh themselves or weigh themselves much less frequently because the scale is emotionally triggering for them. And until they are able to change their thoughts about it and then get to a place of feeling neutral around the number based on how they're thinking about it, you know, until they can get to that place, they decide to not weigh themselves. And as a health and wellness advocate and professional, I do want to just mention that body weight is n- uh, it's never a good measure of health. It's a very poor measure of health and also a poor measure of any sort of wellness transformation because health and wellness are not about a number on the scale. Rather, our health comes from wellness practices that we embody. It's not about body weight. And so you can be a very healthy person and take great care of yourself, but still be at times considered overweight according to those medical charts. And that is important to be aware of if you were not already aware of it. There's something out there called health at every size, and they advocate for exactly this, that it's not about weight. Weight does not equate to health. It's all about behaviors. And I won't go into the details of it, but just want to point that out in case you were not aware of it. Also, our changes in body composition, such as, you know, increases in muscle mass and decreases in fat mass are not reflected on the scale. And I do realize that there are those body composition scales, but it's the same thing. If it triggers you, if it affects how you feel about yourself and how you think about yourself and what you do and don't do 
in your day, especially around food, then it's not serving you as a tool. Which leads me to my next point. When it comes to your health, instead of obsessing about numbers on the scale and feeling like you need to weigh yourself every day or even every week or every month, I want you to ask yourself this, how am I living my life and how do I feel? Am I living as a healthy person and am I taking good care of myself? Am I eating nourishing food? Am I getting plenty of sleep, plenty of movement? Am I staying hydrated? And how do I feel physically? Do I feel good the majority of days? Do I have energy? Do I feel like I'm healthy? Answering these types of questions every day is much more valuable than weighing yourself. If you are feeling good physically and mentally and emotionally, that means whatever wellness practices you are doing in your life are working, and you don't need to weigh yourself to know whether you are succeeding. So let me ask you, how do you feel about the scale? Does weighing yourself serve you or not serve you right now? And if the scale is doing you more harm than good, be curious and ask, am I maybe afraid to not weigh myself or am I afraid to stop weighing myself because do I think that my weight will spiral up if I do? I know that many women use the scale as a means of controlling themselves with food and and feeling in control of their body. That was me. And I know it's something many women are challenged with. And if you identify with that and you do not like it, then I encourage you to, or I want to encourage you to begin to say to yourself, I can learn to trust myself with food and I can learn to trust my body as my guide to weight management. Because none of us have to weigh ourselves to feel like we are in our power and in control. I don't weigh myself, very rarely. Occasionally I do, but I don't need to because I just know. I just have such a connection with my body now. And I always had, but when I was going through my eating disorder, there was all these behaviors around the scale that got in the way of it. And now I've returned to that place that I, you know, always really felt very comfortable in, in terms of, I don't feel like I need to weigh myself, but we all have this ability. We all have this power and control within us. We all have everything we need inside of us to be healthy and to be at an ideal weight for our body. However, often a process of deconditioning ourselves from the dieting mindset and the dieting behaviors is required. And then relearning how to be in partnership with our body instead of fighting with it and feeling like it has to be controlled. Uh, That deconditioning has to happen for a lot of women before they can get to that place of Uh, feeling that trust where they feel like they never have to weigh themselves. And it's possible for everybody. So be curious. Can you start to tune into yourself and also become attuned to your body's language and how it speaks to you by being fully present with yourself, giving yourself more attention And by listening to your body, such as paying closer attention to hunger and fullness cues and how they fluctuate day to day. Also, your energy levels 
and noticing what foods help you feel good and healthy because your body is very willing to guide you to your ideal health and weight. So ask yourself if you're ready to have your body help you with that. And are you ready to begin to say to yourself, I can learn to trust myself with food. I can learn to trust my body as my guide to weight management. Because when we really have a true connection with our body and there is this two-way communication between ourselves and our body that is trusted, that is respected, and that is honored, then we never need to weigh ourselves because we just know how things are. We know how things are going. We just know where our body is in terms of its weight. And I'm not saying you should never ever weigh yourself again. That's not the point. But what I'm saying is it's not a necessity to weigh yourself if you should decide that you want to stop weighing yourself or get rid of your scale and instead really focus on building that healthy connection with your body and that communication between you, your body, and food. And now I want to offer also some guidance about how to get the scale to work for you instead of against you. And sometimes to get to this place of peace around the scale, I do recommend some women should take a break from weighing themselves for a while, especially if they find themselves in the following scenarios. So the first one, if they tend to obsess about the number and the number causes them to feel emotionally stressed in their life, that would be a reason to take a break from weighing. Also, if the number tends to affect how they feel about themselves as a person, meaning their weight going up or going down affects self-esteem or feelings of self-worth. That would be a reason to step away from the scale. Also, if they obsess or worry about what to eat according to the number on the scale on any given day, and if they judge their ability or inability to lose weight according to the number that presents itself, meaning if the number goes up, They feel frustrated or hopeless about losing weight. And if the number goes down, then they feel happy and optimistic about losing weight. Rather than just believing in themselves and trusting in themselves that they and their minds and how they think are the power in their weight loss, not the scale. And finally, if they frequently use the number on the scale to determine how they will eat rather than listening to their body to decide what to eat and when to eat and how to eat. Sometimes we can use a scale going down as justification to go on one of those weekend binges, or if the number goes up, we punish ourselves with only vegetables and no dessert and so on and so on. So the scale uh, can become very problematic in terms of how we relate to food, right? And the amount of food we eat and also the level of satisfaction we get from our food or don't get from our food, which I discussed uh, in the past two episodes. Be sure to listen to those if you haven't, um, the episodes eight and nine. And so what we want to get back to is just having food be food, right? And not weighing ourselves and getting rid of the scale can often help in great ways to find that normal, healthy, and peaceful relationship with food. So to summarize this, the scale can be a useful tool for weight management, of course. 
but it is not a necessary tool. And whether the scale works for us or against us will be determined by how we relate to the number when we step onto it. So how do you think and feel about the scale and how do you think and feel about the number going up and the number going down? And then based on how you feel, what behaviors and actions does it cause you to do or not do depending on if the number goes up or down? And for many women, they are in that negative relationship with the scale and with body weight in general. And so it is not a good weight loss tool for them because it ends up making them feel anxious and causes them to believe certain things about themselves and their capabilities and causes them to do more unhealthy and unhelpful behaviors in the long run instead of wellness behaviors. And so for you, if the number triggers you into thinking and believing negative things about yourself, such as I'm a failure at losing weight or negative things about your capabilities, such as I'll never be able to lose the weight, I'm not capable of losing the weight, or negative things about food, such as I better not eat this food and I better only eat that other kind of food, or you know, what the heck, I may as well eat anything and everything I want because the scale is doing this and that. If those sorts of thoughts and experiences are occurring for you, then the scale is probably not serving you well right now as far as a weight management tool. And so if the number on the scale leads you to think negative thoughts and then causes you to behave in unhelpful ways towards yourself, then to get the scale to become useful by becoming neutral so that it can work for you instead of against you, then a good practice to commit to is to begin to observe your thoughts before, during, and after you step on the scale and begin to notice and become aware of how you talk to yourself about your weight, about the number that presents itself, and pay attention to those thoughts and stories in your mind and understand how are they impacting you. Because once we can understand and see what's happening for us because of our thoughts, then we have the power to change how we think about the scale in any number that presents so that it is no longer a distress in our life. So to have the scale work for us, we have to be willing to change what we think about the number. We have to be willing to change what we make the number mean. For example, if the number goes up, what can you think about it and what can you choose to make it mean so that it serves you instead of so that it upsets you and then ends up harming you in some way. Because the number can go up and we can choose to make it mean that it's perfect, that it's helping us, that we are still on track, that nothing is wrong, that the scale is just giving us some data and we get to decide what that data means for us. So the number going up does not have to mean anything negative at all. In fact, I would recommend we never give the number a negative meaning if we wish to really take back all our power so that we can have that healthy relationship with food and that ease with our weight management. And a person will know when they've reached a healthy relationship with the scale 
when they can weigh themselves and have neutral feelings all around. So whether the number goes up or goes down or stays the same, they feel neutral about it. It doesn't trigger them because they know it doesn't mean anything because they're having certain thoughts about it that makes it feel neutral. They're not giving it any sort of negative meaning. They know it doesn't mean anything about them as a person or about their capabilities in losing weight or managing their weight. It's like, okay, here's a number, here's some data, but this data doesn't have any power over me because I am the one who has the power. You are the one who has the power. The power in our health and our weight management or our weight loss is us, not a data point. So when we can all realize that healthy eating, body confidence, well-being, and our capabilities in weight management come from us, from how we think and believe, and not from the scale, then the number can go up or go down, and it doesn't mean anything, because we know where our true power is and where it's coming from. So forever and always, the number on the scale means nothing about you as a person or about your ability to achieve anything that you want when it comes to your weight and weight management. And so I want to highly, highly encourage everyone to decide for themselves that the number is meaningless and that we get to always choose any meaning. So give it a positive meaning because when you do that, you take take back all your power And then the scale can never sabotage you again. Because that is what this is all about. We want to end any self-sabotage that our negative thinking creates for us. So when the number on the scale goes up or the number goes down, it doesn't matter at all because it doesn't mean anything. We are already good enough beautiful enough, confident enough, worthy enough, smart enough, capable enough, successful enough, and can have everything that we desire in life because all of those things come from our thoughts and beliefs about ourselves, not from our weight, not from anything outside of us, not from a scale, not from a body composition test. And you get to choose your thoughts and beliefs about yourself. We all get to choose our thoughts and beliefs about ourselves. We get to choose how we see ourselves. So if we want to use the scale as a tool in weight management, it is super essential that we get to the place where we only see the number as data and we never allow it to create mind drama for us. And to do this, we have to decide ahead of time how we're going to think and feel about the number. So what are you going to make the data from the scale mean? If the number goes up, what meaning are you going to give it? If the number goes down, what meaning are you going to give it? If the number stays the same, what meaning are you going to give it? And if we want the scale to be useful and helpful to us, we really can't give that number or our weight a negative meaning ever. Because people who naturally maintain an ideal weight in a way that feels easy and not forced and not stressful and not through dieting, they don't give any power to the scale. 
So no matter what the number does, they just know they are committed to their health and wellness. They have that identity for themselves. And so the number on the scale never has any hold on them. They always feel in their power because they've created that identity. They've practiced that identity. They've practiced being that person. And they have a belief system about themselves that directly relates to being that person. Such as, I am someone who is healthy. I am someone who knows how to nourish myself. I am someone who knows how to listen to my body and take care of my body. This is who they are choosing to be as a person. And that is what they practice being as a person. And if you also want that, then I encourage you to also adopt and then practice these exact same beliefs for yourself. I am someone who is healthy. I am someone who knows how to nourish myself well. I am someone who knows how to listen to my body, to honor my body, and to take care of my body. That is who you need to practice being. When you practice it, you become it. When we practice anything, we become very good at it. We start to embody it. So that is what you need to practice. And this is what I want to encourage all of us to do so that we can all embody this self-concept and this identity as our very own so that we can see ourselves this way. And by doing so, have a peaceful relationship with food and be able to achieve and maintain our ideal weight with ease. Because like I always talk about, it starts on the inside, Our thoughts and beliefs create everything on the outside. And identity, how we think about ourselves, what we believe about ourselves, and how we see ourselves, thoughts are what are creating that peaceful relationship with food and losing weight, maintaining weight, managing weight with ease. It all starts on the inside with our thoughts. So thank you for being here with me. I love being here with you. Have a great week. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.